Michael Jordan was the scariest person in the NBA in the 90s. See, most people don't think about it that way. They think about him tongue out, dunking hard, and being exciting. But there was another side to Michael Jordan. He scared a lot of players. He, he was scary to the league. And, of course, he was scary talented. But Michael Jordan was the scariest NBA player in the 90s. Blake 610, Sports and Life. This podcast is sponsored by Gorilla Mandu Strength and Conditioning. We are also sponsored by B Hand Pro Max, secondhand clothing retailer. Reduce, reuse. You can find them on Instagram and Etsy at B Hand Pro Max. That's B E A H A N Pro Max. What is up, peoples? What is up? How you guys doing out there, famo? I'm not even going to waste you guys' time. Michael Jordan, the scariest player in the NBA in the 90s. See, most of you guys are just like new followers of, of basketball. And you're watching and you're so in awe. But if you saw him play and all the people around him, you might see why they were scared of him, but I ain't gonna I ain't gonna hold 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 that from from my tongue. I'm gonna let you hear from the NBA players and what they said about Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan is an icon. He is a Nike um, embodied in a NBA player. But let's see who he is on the court and why he was so transcending as a player. Steve Nash said that he was terrifying. You didn't know what he was going to do on a given night. He had so much charisma and athleticism that Steve Nash said it was scary to play against him. You didn't know if he was going to become a highlight reel or not. This is Steve Nash, the head coach of the Brooklyn Nets, that's his, his vision, excuse me, that was his experience of Michael Jordan. He said that besides that, he, he just, the league was just scared of him. And listen to what the great Shaq Diesel said about playing Michael Jordan for the first time when he was a, when he was a player on the Orlando Magic. Shaq Diesel, Shaq Diesel we talking about. Just so hot, I was like, man, this dude, like, that's the 
saw when I was in college on TV, it's just like really real. I was kind of like, I mean, but you know, when I got the ball and saw those bums they had playing me, you know, I was going to go to work. Hearing that is crazy. If you think about that nowadays, Michael Jordan would be canceled. They would put a, a horns on his head. They would make him look like the bad man. They would cut clips of him yelling. He would he would have been public enemy number one. People would not have liked him just for his competitive nature and that he's scaring people. They would call him crazy. They'll say he has uh, father issues. He needs to be certified. They would tell you all type of things about him instead of looking at him for what he is. He came to play. He really came to play. If you didn't come to play, he was going to make you eat it, even as his teammate. Listen to Steve Kerr. This was totally different than these guys because I was a you know, late second round pick. I didn't know if I was going to make the league. I was on a non-guaranteed contract. And I'll never forget one of my first exhibition games when we played the Bulls. And I was just trying to make the roster. And Michael Jordan gets the ball right in front of our bench. And I'm already scared to death. Like, God, I hope I don't get into this game. I'm not ready for this stuff. And he holds the ball out. He holds the ball out and he looks right at me. And I'm on the bench just kind of like, he holds the ball out and he goes, watch this. And he turns. He went right around Dan Marley. Bam! Dunks it. Looks back at our bench and just starts laughing. And I'm looking like, there's no way in hell I can ever make that. Now I really don't want it. I thought, I thought Yo, as I think about that, that sounds so crazy. Y'all was watching the game, a, a game that was happening like last week. And one of the other players on the same team was screaming at another player to get better and to do this. You know the player that was getting screamed on was scared, didn't want to say anything. He felt like he was... You know, being uh, 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 um, handled wrong. He felt like, damn, why are you going so hard? Yo, you got to understand it. Everybody wears Jordans, but they don't know what he, the person he was. He going to come after you as his teammate. He's on you because he wants to win. The ultimate thing is to win. It's not just to play. I mean, he took it to the 10th power. And NBA reporters... Mentioned that one time Michael Jordan gave Steve Kerr a two-piece. He he fattened his eye. He gave him a black eye. So you know he gave him a black eye for something that he wasn't doing. Because Michael Jordan, to his teammates, he was all over you. So the other opponents didn't have anything um, either. He was getting them too. He got you even more as a teammate because he saw you Six, seven days a week. I once talked to some kids that was playing ball. I was like, you guys don't have a killer instinct at all. Michael Jordan definitely showed you what a killer instinct is. You talk trash to him, guess what he's going to do? He's going to kill you. I mean, uh, literally kill you on the court. These kids, nowadays, you guys are too nice. I said to them, I said, you're too nice. You're making it a game when it doesn't have to be a game. If you want to see somebody embodied with being a, having a killer instinct, look at Michael Jordan. Look at the games he had. Listen to people talking about him. He was a killer. I mean, a certified killer on the court. He did not play.
He did not play at all. So you guys talk about, yeah, I'm going to kill him. Yo, you should kill him. That's only just a little bit. That's just hype because you ain't got it nowadays. I just hate to see basketball games where a team is up by 15 and then the, then the losing team that's down come back, tie the game, and wins it. They won it. They usually win it because the other team let up. They became soft. So Michael Jordan was the certified killer. Isaiah Thomas admitted to that Detroit was scared of Michael Jordan. Even though they beat him up, they literally beat him up. That was the team he had to beat to be great because they beat him up. And he also had to change his game a little. And he also had to get stronger. But what Isaiah Thomas said, he still averaged 37 points on us. Averaged 37 points on us. So Mike was still doing work even though they was beating him up. Listen to another character in the NBA, Isaiah Ryder. If anybody know anything about Isaiah Ryder, he was a good player. Um, he had some, you know, some issues about, you know, playing and stuff like that. And he showed it in his in his actions. But listen to what he had to say about Michael, Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant, and you know how they was how they was very different. Mike had no chill. He even had no chill as he got older. Listen to what Grant Hill said. Michael Jordan at 40 years old. Listen to him. At 40 years old, you think he might chill a little bit? Because, yo, I'm getting older. Yo, I can't be the way I was. I, I got to grow. I got to, you know, chill. Just let that go. Did he know you were a wounded animal? He probably did, because he went at me every day. And they didn't care. the same move. 
Like, it wasn't, he didn't do anything different. It was the same, and I had nothing for him. Jordan probably had your x-rays in the locker room. He probably, he probably knew exactly. I'm surprised he didn't send somebody for me to come back out. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. Grand Hill even <laughs> got some stories. Yo, y'all, I'm going to bring my brother from another mother, one of my brothers from another mother, Hermo. Let's see what he got to say about this topic. Introducing Hermo. What's up, Hermo? What's up? What's up, man? All right, so um, we got this topic. Michael Jordan was the scariest man in the NBA in the 90s. Do you agree or disagree? I Tell totally me why. agree. All right, why, Hermo? You know, You know, I was just letting everybody know some of the uh, some of the, some of his, his pro players were saying that they just was like you know intimidated by him. Um, even his teammates. You you know you heard anything about how his teammates thought about him? about when he was with the Dream Team? The Dream Team? Yeah. And why you have Luca, the Joker, mm. and all the other overseas players over here. You think That's that, what happened with the Dream Team. Mm. So you think Michael Jordan caused caused that Dream Team to um, uh, these, new, these new foreign players to come over? That's, that's, I didn't look at it that way. I never looked at it that way. And I never, I never do. That's why it's always good to get takes from you. Um, so anything else on Michael Jordan? Uh, how would he be if he played now? I think now, he probably would be averaging 40. You believe you that? Know, just, just because it's the, free, it's the free reign. Nobody really plays lockup defense. And the foul calls sometimes are, are so ridiculous. It's like, ooh, I don't even know that was a foul, but you call that. So if you think about the mentality that he had in today's game, he'd be like Steph Curry on a whole nother level. So, but 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 one thing I, I would like to think about, just to, to let everybody know, is that um, 
that he was the direct cause of of these non-foul calls and all this stuff. You think so? Even more so. Like, like you know, everybody used to say the Jordan rules. They used to say that, but then again, they beat him up too. So, you know, and I was always taught, you know, you got five fouls. Use them wisely. Boy, I agree with you so much, man, that it's not even, it's not even funny. Because we think about the kids now. So how does this, how does Michael Jordan directly affect the kids that play basketball now? Do you, is there any way that he, he, he affects them that they really don't know? He affects them now when he started his own Brandon. So a lot of these kids now are doing a lot of stuff for Brandon rights. And, you know, trying to make money early. Um... The game is still there, but the game has adopted more of an entertainment style than an actual classic, you know, gridiron battle that you can find in the park. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. All right. All right. Any any last parting words, Herbo? Nah. Waiting for the season to start, man. <laughs> but yo, thank yeah. yo, but thank you for your last words, Herbo, and I appreciate it. Yo, everybody, this is Herm O.D. You're going to hear from him as usual again. Later, Herm. Later. All right. Sports news right now. The NFL has started, y'all. And we had some upsets. And we had some pretty good games. But what was odd for me was seeing different people at different places. But we'll get into the NFL on the next podcast. Let's go on to the next interesting news. Donovan Mitchell was traded from the Utah Jazz to the Cleveland Cavaliers for Colin Sexton and draft picks. So Danny Ainge, who is a executive in Utah Jazz uh, organization, said that the players didn't trust each other in the playoffs. That's why they bowed out early. So I guess their decision was to trade Donovan Mitchell. Get what they can get right now. Let's switch gears to the NCAA football. Second week. Uh, Alabama had a scare from Texas. So the college football news is all about them almost losing to Texas. Texas like, hold your horses. Just because we almost beat them doesn't mean anything. But that's the NCAA for you. Also in the NCAA, Notre Dame has a new coach, a new coordinator, and a freshman quarterback. So they are looking terrible. They gave The NCAA gave them so much props that they was going to do well. And they starting to see that that is not happening. We switching gears again to the MLB. Of course, you know, the, 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 the spotlight is on the Yankees. The Yankees has been going down. Like I always tell you guys, it's 162 games, so teams go up and down, up and down. But the Yankees tried to address their 
off-season problems with having more left-handed bats. But left-handed bats have been doing well. Matter of fact, the whole team has been slumping, except Aaron Judge. But the Yankees trying to right their ship before the playoffs, which is, excuse me, not playoffs, the postseason, which is October coming soon. So we're going to see what the Yankees are going to do. That's it for sports news right now. know the sound. Y'all know the game. The segment that's got you saying, wow, I didn't know that. There it goes. Do you know? Do you know Cy Young pitched 749 complete games in his 22-year career? Do you know? Do you know Michael Jordan was the only person in the NBA to be named MVP, Coach of the Year, and Executive of the Year? Do you know? Switzer, the former coach of the Cowboys, has the best playoff record amongst coaches. Do you know? Do you know in the Paralympics for 2000 summer, 10 out of the 12 athletes did not have a disability. Do you know? Always remember, persistence overcomes resistance. We're out of here. Peace. Yo, peoples, we can be reached on Instagram, Blake, the number 610. We also have another page called Blake, the number 610, Inspire Fire. We can also be reached on Twitter, Blake, 6, the number 610, and the number 1. Lastly, we can be reached on TikTok, Blake, S-I-X-T-E-N.